you just a yuck? We officially watched every possible Goofy song. Yeah, that we, that was it. <laughs> we watch all of them, dude. Unless we we're not counting the the possum thing, the animated possum song. Yeah, but I don't know if that counts. Be oh, you know what? You're thinking of the Chuck E. Cheese one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also the. Ex- but also, they weren't really singing in it. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. They were Millie Vanilli in it. Uh, there was another movie. Did you ever see the Extremely Goofy movie? I did, and it was pretty bad. Was it? like same time period like or was it like 10 it years was, later it was definitely later it was probably like five years later i'd assume mm-hmm. and it was like direct to dvd sequel like how remember how like aladdin had that like jafar movie mm-hmm. that was like you'd see it at safeway mm-hmm. um but no yeah it was it was super weird it was like max goes to college and then Goofy becomes his, like, dorm mate. But then also now Max is, like, super into skateboarding. Yeah. And then Pete's son gets into, like, poetry because of a girl. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, it's weird. So like, it's very realistic. Yeah, very, you know. Remember, like, when we both mm-hmm. went to college and our dads <laughs> lived married the librarian because <laughs> he went to college, too? Yes. Yeah, and we yeah. also lived with our parents in college, so that worked We did. Out. We it did. works out, yeah. We were extremely goofy. Dude. <laughs> but I didn't realize that that was that old, because I remember watching it as a kid, and I remember thinking, like, I was the only kid that knew of this movie. Like, I had it on video, but I what, feel like... a Goofy movie? Like, a the goofy, original one? The Goofy movie. A Goofy. Really? Goofy. I don't know You what thought you are like... You had, like, like, hidden knowledge? Yeah, I was like, do people know this is a movie? (laughs) (laughs) I would, like, reference it, and I would think I was, like, the coolest. (laughs) Because the songs that were fucking fire, dude. I remember the Goofy movie as, like, a movie. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it wasn't... I don't remember seeing it in, like, movie theaters or anything. Might have been too young at the time. See, I'm surprised that none of those songs... I definitely had, like, every Disney tape, though. Yeah, I had, like... I had Hercules. I didn't see Lion King until I was, like, way too old. Uh, I think I only had Hercules, and I had you know what movie I had that I never really I had All Dogs Go to Heaven. I had that movie, and I had Aristocats. I had that movie too, and I remember I had like Tales from or the whatever the Adventures from Down Under, or mm-hmm. Tales or I forget what it's called. I also had this Disney sing along thing that was like live action, but it was like at Disney World, and oh. it was like they had this like spooky song. It was like the creepiest fucking thing I ever saw in my life. To this day, Mike Moran did an episode where he was like things from your childhood that still like creep you out. Yeah. And it was like meant for little kids, but it was like the scariest thing ever. But the the thing with the Goofy movie is like those songs, like the two Powerline songs, mm-hmm. I feel like those could have easily been radio songs. Oh, yeah. Because those songs were like, bad. They were super good. I mean, we just listened to them before the mm-hmm. podcast. They're great. <laughs> They're fresh in my mind, dude. Those are our hype-up Stand songs. Up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I wasn't even fucking ready for this podcast until Powerline came on. <laughs> and I got the co- the coffee hit, the diet sun kiss hit. You came rolling in hot with the diet that brought me back to my roots, dude. Yeah. Nothing like a col- somehow colder than room temperature coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, so the thing is, uh, I... I usually do the trick where you put some ice at the bottom of the cup, because um, coffee at Seven Eleven is usually like scorching hot. Mm-hmm. Like even if we get regular coffee there and forget to do that, mm-hmm. we have to wait like thirty minutes to yeah. drink it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. They only had one coffee machine working, mm-hmm. and yeah. I like didn't even think about it. Like I didn't want to like. I, I assumed it was going to be hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, but it was somehow cold coffee or like medium warm coffee that got cold 
and then so you didn't do the ice trick at all i did do the ice trick okay i was about to say because this was like cold when you had i was like did you get an iced coffee from 7-eleven yeah that's i mean i i didn't know that but yes i did (laughs) (laughs) going in there getting the coffee i didn't expect it to be iced coffee and i wasn't disappointed like yeah i'm not disappointed drinking cold coffee i will say i'm not a coffee snob at all but 7-eleven coffee might be the worst coffee yeah it is not good and i mean if it was like lukewarm when i got it it'd probably been sitting around a little bit so that's Mm -hmm. not you know yeah that's not gonna help this is from like yesterday (laughs) and i don't even know i feel like when i drink 7-eleven coffee it makes me more tired it makes me really like it does not get me pumped up like i take 7-eleven coffee to go to bed (laughs) there i get a nice lukewarm nightcap (laughs) oh shit i just ashen it great now it's gonna be even worse (laughs) now it's gonna be even colder (laughs) damn I mean, you don't have to drink it. <laughs> I mean, now I'm not going to. I literally yeah, just ashed a Camel Crusher. I thought you were going to still. And I was like, just please don't. I like want to just because I need stuff to drink. But I guess I haven't ashed in this diet sunk kiss yet, so we're good. Yeah, that's a hard one to do. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. It is episode 205, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Episode 205, Solo Donut. I fucked around with the settings again with these microphones after last week. Yeah. And I think I might have found the golden ticket. So if anyone's zooming, if you zoom yeah. in, you can see our fucking settings and leech off of our success. Yeah, I know Joe Rogan likes to zoom in on our podcast settings and fucking steal our ideas. But exactly. We did it. We did it. But yeah, episode 205. Yeah. Coming uh, not, at you. Not too crazy of a week. Not too crazy. This is my first, this is my first uh, week that I actually had. Like, I guess res- like for our lives. There's been crazy stuff in the world. but Yeah, I heard Chicago had to like shut down the bridges to let people in because I heard about this today over the weekend that they like had to shut down the bridges because people were literally driving into like Town Square with U-Hauls and just like raiding stores and like chasing. Jesus. Yeah, that's what I heard. I did see something today where like a hundred people got arrested in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't. But to be honest, like I like I haven't really been paying too much attention to all that stuff as of late because it's just it's just like mind numbing to keep thinking about it. So I've kind of been ignoring it. And every now and then I'll check back in and be like, "Holy shit, this is still this yeah. is still happening." Well, I wasn't even thinking about that. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I was more so thinking about the fucking uh, the shit that went off in Beirut. Yeah. Where it was like, or Beirut, however you say it. Beirut. Yeah. Yeah. In that port city. That shit looked so scary. Yeah, dude. Did you, I saw the Instagram, Lucas Mosca sent me and Dom the Instagram post of it, and it was like a bunch of videos that you would like swipe through, and one of them was like the shockwave from the water. I don't know if you saw that one, where the explosion hit, and then you see like the shockwave from the water just go, it looked like it was out of like, Jesus. It looked like it was out of like Spider-Man or something. I was like, I can't believe this shit. What was that? Was that like a nuclear thing? I don't. I think it was like uh, they had like a bunch of very flammable chemicals all stored up in a like warehouse, and what I read online at least was like whoever had the building or whoever worked with that program who had all those supplies, Mm -hmm. like they were supposed to like move them out of that warehouse because it was like a hazard and Mm -hmm. dangerous, and then somehow maybe like an office above them caught fire and then it just like got everything that's like the running story like i mean there was like a giant fire before it happened so like i'm guessing that's what happened i don't understand why those things are allowed to be 
in such close proximity to major where people live yeah like i mean it is a port city so like it could have been a thing where like stuff was getting like brought in but they didn't want to brought it into the country so they like kept it in customs or something Mm -hmm. or or like maybe they're shipping it somewhere i don't know like it's all all i saw were like all the videos were like people were randomly filming like it looked like a crazy ass like disaster movie yeah yeah like especially when people like started putting the clips together and like Mm -hmm. it was insane like it was unreal like the we've had so many like with i feel like the first like big one was like in the 80s with chernobyl you remember that thing where like it was like a nuclear like meltdown and you still can't walk in that area like you still can't go there because it's so radioactive and it's like why do we have these things i'm not a fucking nuclear scientist i don't fucking know what you're supposed to do but i would imagine that shit should be out in the fucking desert somewhere where it explodes and it's just you know yeah i don't know i mean you know like uh japan had the issue with like fukushima or whatever during Mm -hmm. the when like the tsunami or hurricane whatever hit them a couple years back and I mean, obviously that wasn't as bad. There's still like some mm-hmm. runoff into the ocean that's mm-hmm. still detectable, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, that fucking barrier shit was insane. Yeah, and then I tried to like, I saw a bunch of people sharing this post, and it was like, what's going on in Lebanon? I guess Beirut is in Lebanon. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a city. I'm ignorant. And uh, I was like trying to figure it out, but then it was just like the post itself just was talking about like social stuff and like unrest and i was like can you just tell me what the fuck the explosion was and not give me this like super like woke ass backstory to like why a bunch of nuclear waste exploded like what does this have to do with anything so i never figured it out because i got so fed up i was like i'm done reading this post yeah i don't even know if there's like any conspiracy to it i think it's just like we're in the middle of a pandemic something that was supposed to happen didn't happen because Mm -hmm. of it like getting all that stuff out of there and then just like a fucking act of God happened where that shit caught on act fire. That, that, like, literally, and that's the thing, like, because I, in my regular day to day life, am so incredibly, like, scatterbrained and, and shit gets fucked up and stuff like that. But I can't, like, like, okay, for instance, with the studio, like, the power surge happened, that was a fuck up. But the worst thing that happened was, like, oh, we lost some equipment. But, like, the fact that, that same type of thing, that freak thing can happen. It can blow up an entire city. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, who was in charge of that? Yeah. Have you seen like the overlays where it's like, this is the impact that it had there. Now let's see what the impact would be over Toronto or like wherever, like New York, DC. It was insane. Was it like the entire... It covered like the entirety of Toronto and then over a couple oh like cities God. or counties. So like how many people died in that? I mean, I think it said like at least a hundred people, but like 4,000 people had to go to the hospital. And that was like, I saw those numbers like almost like an hour or so after it happened. So it probably is worse. Oh my God. Cause like that was before they even started digging through buildings and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That definitely was the top, uh, top headline of the week. I mean, other than that, I had like, this is like my first week of having like a respectable amount of gigs nice i had i was supposed to play i had i had thursday friday saturday and sunday that's like a normal amount of gigs for me but then friday i literally like it rained my friday gig was in the city Mm. and the city is very volatile because they're so uptight about like the whole like restrictions and things so if it like rains you're not allowed to really have people inside at all or i think it's like 20 percent capacity or something crazy so like i my gig was at nine 
and I drove down there and as I was pulling into the parking lot at 840 they were like oh yeah we're closing at 10 you can go home and I was like dude you Damn. couldn't have fucking told me that when I texted you an hour ago before yeah. I left like I saw it was raining I knew something was gonna happen it's just like but then you can't be mad at them because it's like you know they're pissed that they have to shut down too yeah, it's like yeah. oh another day of not being able to make any money because it fucking rained you know so is it only 20% inside? Like, what's is it outside? You still have to have like distance tables, yeah. Outside, but you, can you have, have to have, yeah, like pretty much like 80% capacity or something, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know, I don't even know how they judge that. All I know is whenever I go to places, they have like weird things where it's like you're like separated by like six feet and you can only have like groups of six, and I think they do that, but I think recently. I think within within the past two weeks they made a new law because for a while they were kind of getting back to doing indoor seating and then out of nowhere they were just like nope, back to doing none of that shit. And so now I, I was talking to the guy I was supposed to play with that night and he was he was saying that like he he was out drinking with a bunch of like the bar owners and stuff like that and they were naming a bunch of places that aren't going to reopen like permanently. Really? And that like made me really sad to hear that like a lot of the places I'm like close with too. Damn. And like it just it just bugged me a lot that that's happening yeah it's a bummer you know yeah i mean i think that's gonna be the the trend until we can actually do shit again yeah he said a lot of unfortunate like that's really sad yeah he said a lot of real estate's gonna be open up in the city though dude so we can fucking purchase the big fells point studio on the water dude for like three three dollars per square foot fucking knock it out damn dude what if we actually get slab house that would be a place to do it. I feel like I feel like the I feel like this bachelor party with Dan is going to be the first trial run of Slab House. Just to see how it would have gone. <laughs> if we ha- if we had managed to be cool ten years ago and done this when it was appropriate. Yeah, if any of us like got into Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, I I feel like there's a lot of people that made a lot of money off that, but then. I think anybody who joined it... like Anyone who does it now is an idiot. Yeah. Once, a good rule of thumb, I feel like, for, for stocks and shit like that is once, once you hear about it, it's probably too late. Yeah. Like, once a loser like me or you... Well, you heard about it way beforehand, but you didn't pull the trick. Yeah, but I was a loser because I couldn't afford to buy some <laughs> of it. You couldn't buy one Bitcoin. <laughs> I could, but it was like such a... Ha- like, it was a hassle. It yeah. was like... All right. It, it also seemed like a scam, too, because it's like, all right, you can't like paypal someone money because it's supposed to be decentralized so we don't want to know where any of the money is coming from Mm -hmm. so western union (laughs) some random person like eight hundred dollars yeah or or like buy six graphics cards and just like rack up a power bill that doesn't offset the amount of bitcoin you're generating on your computer yeah i never understood that you could like mine for bitcoins i never understood how that worked you like use your server power and it like figures out a code or something it's like it's like i don't even know how it worked i think it's like similar to what like those like folding at home thing like that's like a thing where uh when your computer's idling you can have this program running that'll like run data through it and it's basically like a decentralized like supercomputer so like instead of like having to have this giant supercomputer work through medical data you can have like uh like a hundred thousand people have their home computers do little chunks of it and then send the data back 
but I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know if with Bitcoin, like, what were they doing with the mining stuff? Because it was, like, super processor and, like, graphic yeah. dependent. So, like, I don't know if it was, like, there's this set amount of Bitcoin. Because I think that's the one thing, too. Like, there's only a set amount of it. So, you can't inflate it and it can't deflate. And then, I guess maybe mining for it would be, like getting unclaimed bitcoin yeah from yeah somewhere <laughs> but i don't know why it would take so much processing power i've also never had a situation where i've needed to use bitcoin or like when when do you it's use not it? like feasible to use yet really it's like i think outside of like a couple like weird like novelty things like i'm sure like i feel like there's probably like some weird supercar dealership that like yeah you can get like a ferrari for like four bitcoins or whatever you know what i mean yeah probably probably way more but well maybe not because i feel like a ferrari i feel like a bitcoin is like ten thousand dollars right now or something like that right yeah but a ferrari is probably like 200 grand or something i don't even know 20 bitcoins 20 bitcoins something like that I just don't like. I remember. I remember looking into it and hearing like all my friends were talking. It was like that, and the other big one was what Ethereum. Yeah, but that was another thing where like people heard about it too late, and when people heard about it, it was like anywhere. It was probably like six hundred or eight hundred bucks or I don't. It might have not even gotten that high. I'm not really sure about Ethereum to be honest. But I just remember when I heard about it, it was definitely too late, and then like six months later, it crashed. Oh, Ethereum crashed? Yeah. I think it, like, went back up, but it's it's not going to take off, like... Like, Bitcoin was, like, a rare once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like, from going from literally, like, when I saw it, it was, like, 16 to 20 bucks. You mm-hmm. could get one. And now, yeah. I think it hit a height of, like, high teens, thousands. Maybe Damn. even it hit $20,000 at one point for, like, a Bitcoin. Like... And that, that was that is such a once in a lifetime thing, like a jackpot. But like, yeah, but those I, things, I can't see how that's gonna. Like, those things happen, at least like, in that lane. Yeah, I don't see any other another currency. cryptocurrency doing that. Those kind of numbers. Yeah, not with cryptocurrency, but it is crazy because like if you think about the people who like invested in apple or microsoft yeah, or like amazon or took, anything yeah like that yeah that shit i feel like i wish i was more like on the ball when it came to that because that like that's something like i've been working out with zach at the gym a lot mm-hmm. and he like just like casually just like trade stuff on his phone and yeah. app and that's something i've never gotten into yeah but he's just like yeah i just made 150 dollars just doing something i'm like jesus yeah. christ you can just do that yeah i i mean for my like roth or whatever that's how i have it set up so like I just have all my stuff in different, like, uh, I have, like, ETFs or whatever. They're, like, a group of, like, tech stocks. Uh So, like, the one that I picked is, like, Apple, Tesla, and a couple other things. And, like, it literally just goes up. It doesn't, like, I think when the pandemic happened, it, Uh like, dipped 20 bucks a share or something. Yeah. But then now it's, like, doing better than it was before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the other, that's like it's like if you okay so if you had a bunch of money in the bank before the great depression and you just didn't pull out cuz that's that's really you only lose the money when you pull out. 
Yeah. So if you just hold on to it, like that's I haven't looked at my IRA in like three years. I only put a thousand bucks in it. Yeah. And I I did some weird math equations. Like yeah, it'll be sixty thousand when you're eighty. I was like, no way. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it in there then. I'm not gonna put sixty thousand dollars. That'll last me till I'm eighty one or two. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> Can retire for a year, have a nice, and then just go out with a bang. <laughs> I feel like I will have forgotten that I had an IRA. There's okay. There's no way. Like my brother can't even find the renter insurance policy that we signed last year <laughs> there's no way in in 2090 i'm gonna be able to locate my ira app yeah. on my phone i mean that's like the same like i had like if there's phones in 2090 i had a SunTrust bank account as a kid and i remember like i set it up to like put in like birthday checks or something whatever from my grandma oh. and i remember at like some point when i was a kid i had like probably like a hundred bucks in there or something and mm-hmm. i thought that was like a lot of money but like i don't ever remember taking it out and i don't know like how i could even get it now <laughs> like because like there's at least interest has been accrued on it so it's probably yeah. at least like 150 bucks now. <laughs> yeah 149 bucks dude. yeah <laughs> But, like, I don't know how I'll ever get that money. Well, that's what happens. Like, if, if you're just a person who dies and then, like, you didn't really And have... I'm not even dead yet. <laughs> like, they're not trying to figure out how to get it to me. They're not, like... Of course not. Yeah, yeah. Because the amount of money that I feel like people just have in bank accounts... Like, what happens to a bank account if you forget to write a will? Like, I'll probably forget to write a will. I can't imagine when I'm going to be like, all right, now's the day I'm going to write a will. Like, my... My dad's really good friend uh, works for an insurance company, and and last year I was talking about on the podcast how oh yeah he, just he needs, was like hitting you up yeah he was trying to get me a life insurance policy he's like I'll pay for the first year I just need to like reach my quota which yeah. is hilarious yeah so yeah. basically I had one year of a life insurance policy and they kept hitting me up like this past month and we're like hey do you want to renew it because it's gonna lapse on this day and I was just like dude why would I have a life insurance policy right now like who yeah. would benefit. I would honestly prefer, if I died yeah. right now... I'm giving Dom my two broken cameras. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving my mother my credit card debt. <laughs> like, what am I going to fucking give to anyone right now? I have, like, no th- nothing nothing to give. But then, but then I was thinking, like, oh, maybe I can get, like, lower rates right now. But also, I feel like when you get, like, a real life insurance thing, that's when they start... They do, like, health tests and shit. They're like, are you a drinker? Are you a smoker? Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yes. Like, do you have health insurance no like why would anybody (laughs) give me a fucking policy yeah it's gonna be so expensive (laughs) like i'm not fucking giving you life insurance dude you're gonna have to open up a new credit card to pay for the life insurance (laughs) and then you're not gonna die till you're like 103 (laughs) (laughs) it's not gonna be fucking worth it dude dude, that's sixty thousand dollars just getting eaten up quicker and quicker that would be a good fun because i feel like that would be the equivalent because like a lot of times i only have two pairs of pants well actually one now um, but when I had two pairs of pants, I would go like a month without wearing the other one because I just wear one pair of pants until I literally can't possibly wear them anymore <laughs> yeah. without washing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I go get my other pair of pants and I find like 60 bucks in it. I'm like, oh shit. I would have never known that I had this the 60 pants dollars. Fairy. <laughs> the pants fairy. <laughs> or like, or like after, like, my favorite thing is when it finally starts to get warm and you stop wearing, I stop wearing my peacoat because I only have like one jacket too. Yeah. Then next winter rolls around, I find like a 20 and a lighter. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember when I was using this lighter last winter. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. I find like a lighter and a cough drop and yeah, like dude. a spoon. Little time capsules. <laughs> Why do I have a metal spoon? What the hell was I doing last, <laughs> last February? 
Scary. Yeah, just a plastic straw, uh, a relic of an old era. <laughs> yeah, dude. When you go out, they stop caring about plastic straws now, dude. Instantly, 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 people were like, "No, you're reusing your straws. That's disgusting." There's a pandemic happening. <laughs> yeah, we just want a complete 180. It's like, dude, we probably. Dude, if anything, we're being like so environmentally friendly right now. Like oh, with the yeah. amount of like masks and gloves that are getting thrown yeah, out right now unfriendly yeah dude. <laughs> dude i fucking i because i had to send all my stuff to different places i had to go to the state i had to go to staples and get a um bubble wrap yeah and packing peanuts mm-hmm. but they only had one size for packing peanuts and it was like <laughs> a gigantic like a big ba- like kettle corn it bag was humongous <laughs> dude i went up to the counter i was like is this the only size for packing peanuts that you guys have <laughs> and i've never bought packing peanuts before in my life but i've heard that they are the most worst thing for the environment of all time yeah. so i was like now i just have this giant bag of packing peanuts and so i was like unpacking for a gig and i already opened it of course i'm not going to tie it back up again I'm yeah lazy. it's gonna go everywhere yeah so i fucking bring out my speaker and packing peanuts just fly outside <laughs> in the street everywhere <laughs> like damn dude i didn't want this i only needed to pack one fucking thing i needed three peanuts Three fucking peanuts. I got an entire bag of packing peanuts. (laughs) I wish you could just do the thing like at the grocery store where like you like open a big bag of cherries or grapes and put some in a little bag. Yes. What if you just like did that at Staples? (laughs) Like what are you doing? (laughs) Like a gumball machine where you put a quarter in, you get like four. You're like, all right, this is They weigh the packing peanuts. (laughs) It's like a tenth of a pound. All right, it's going to be six bucks. (laughs) It's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been doing a lot of minor, minor uh, stealing every now and then. Like I do, I do a f- like not stealing. Like when I go grocery shop and I drop liberating, like, liberating. Like yeah. I, I take what's mine from the store. <laughs> like I feel like if I go to Safeway once every three weeks and I get hundred and fifty dollars worth of groceries, like yeah, I'm snagging myself a free cheese stick out of the thing. Oh yeah, of course. Just to walk like a complimentary cheese stick. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I feel like that's perfectly fair. Yeah, if you're spending over a hundred bucks, just you do it every one in yeah. that place. And like the other day, I went to we had band rehearsal on Saturday, and John, I was like, "You guys need anything from CVS?" And John was like, "A big ass Gatorade." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then as I was in the store, he was like, "Also bandage." I just cut my finger, lol. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I am not buying a full pack of band aids right yeah, now. This of is course. unheard of. I never, I haven't used a band aid in like seven years. I just, if I have a cut, I have a cut. Yeah, it's just how it goes. And so I walk up to the thing. And lo and behold, there was this bag of, not a bag of band, a bag of Band-Aids on the thing. There was a a, candy dispenser of (laughs) (laughs) Band-Aids. And there was this box that was already open. Somebody else had the same idea. Mm -hmm. So I I looked at the box and I was like, all right, this box is already open. Yeah. They're just going to throw it away. They're going to throw it away. So I just walked and got one Band-Aid out of it and brought it to John. I was like, great. And then I got one for myself, too. Yeah. I was like, just in case. I'm going to have one Band-Aid just in case. Hell yeah. But it is true. You do heal a lot faster. Like, I've heard tell. With a Band-Aid? Yeah. They say that your cuts heal three times faster with a Band-Aid. Interesting. They also say that your toenails grow three times slower than your fingernails, which I also believe. I believe that. Because I probably do only clip my toenails once every three times i clip my fingernails but also mainly i let my toenails go sometimes yeah well you're not a big flip-flop guy exactly yeah so it doesn't matter i'm i love flip-flops but it all comes down to being lazy like i hate 
tying my shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And so I enjoy putting... And also, I'm always running late for stuff. So, like, I don't have time to, like, throw on socks. I never really got good at putting on socks. Like, I feel like you're supposed to, like, bunch them up and then slide them and then, like, un you know, like, retract them over your thing. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's been so long since I've worn socks. <laughs> I forgot how I do it. You just... You hold it by the top. It's like pants, dude. They're tiny pants for your feet. You just hold the top like you'd hold the waist of pants. Yeah. And then you just guide your foot in and slide it up. Okay, that's what I do. Okay. You don't bunch it up. You don't roll them back like a condom. And then use your mouth to apply it to your foot. You pinch the tip so it catches your toenails. (laughs) Give your toes some breathing room. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess I have been doing it right, dude. But it turns out... But it's been so long. There's just so many things that, like, I don't remember ever being taught how to do them. Like, I don't remember anyone formally teaching me how to take a shower. Like, I remember being a very small baby and my mom would wash me in the bath. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I don't remember when it was, like, the first time my mom was like, okay... You're taking a shower, and I'm not going in there with you. Yeah. And you're going to just have to figure it out. You're going to stand up now, because that's what you do at a certain age. You yeah. stop taking baths. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember anybody ever teaching me, so I feel like it was like, wasn't until I was like 16 when I really learned. And I also think that's why everybody has their own way to take a shower. Like, you told me that you're not a big, like, you don't wash your feet in the shower. No, because I'm afraid I'm going to slip. That's true, too. And also, you don't want one of those fucking bath... You know those bath mats? Yeah, things? those are gross. Those are gross, dude. Yeah, they get all so slimy and yeah. stuff. And I feel like those get slippier than uh-huh. than the regular tile. Yeah. But, but uh, I had the same thing <laughs> when, like, I think when I was, like, 19 or 20, we, like, switched dentists, mm-hmm. and they found, like, a fuck ton of, like, cavities and shit in my mouth, and mm. I was, like, I just had to get, like, fucking fillings for, like, a month straight, because I, like... Had to just like get one this week, one the other week, and mm-hmm. they'd like work on this side of my mouth one week, then go this side the other week, and like every time I sat down in the dentist chair and just like getting Novocaine'd up and fucking getting all those, it sucked. But the entire time I was thinking like, I don't think anyone ever taught like taught me how to brush my teeth. You can't. Like, is this my fault? Like, <laughs> am I have I been doing it wrong? Is this why I'm being punished? There's no, there's like okay, so like I feel like. If you watch cartoons, you always see the person go like this, like with the fucking thing, and then you go like up and down. Yeah. And But I always do like, okay, so when I brush my teeth, I go, I take and I go, I go like side to side across mm-hmm. the whole spectrum, and then I go vertical and I brush the tops of my teeth. Did yeah. you brush the tops of your teeth? Yeah. You did? Before well, you had ca- cavities? The top, like the top of by the gums No, like you take the brush and like oh, face like, yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I do the back. Do you do the back? I didn't do the back for a while. I just I do the back now. You got to get the back of your teeth. Dude. Well, I do like up front, but I never like went all the way to the back. Now I go all the way. To okay, the back. okay. Yeah, I do the back. I do I do full full fledge, and then I go top back, and then I come back and do the up and down thing, just because I feel like yeah. that's something you're supposed to do. And yeah, then I, brush I do my like I do kind of like circular. And especially because I have, like, an electric toothbrush, I just kind of, like, focus on mm-hmm. one spot circular, then start go slowly yeah. across the whole thing. But that's now. Back in the day, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. I definitely always end on the tongue now. Yeah. Just, I don't really... Just to 
you know, give good measure. I don't trust electric toothbrushes, dude. I had one when I was younger, mm-hmm. and it just never felt like I was getting the amount of, like, torque that I needed. Yeah, no. You know? I There's definitely a feeling when you have just, like, a bristly toothbrush, mm-hmm. like a standard toothbrush. Like, Stock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if it's, like, fresh and it's, like, still very stiff bristles, yeah. it feels like it, it's a good cleaner. Yeah, like, if my gums aren't cleaning, aren't bleeding, my teeth aren't clean, dude. That's how I feel sometimes when I uh, floss. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, am I actually cleaning it? Like, like I didn't bleed. <laughs> I feel like I should be tasting blood right now. <laughs> that's like pretty much like we talked about how like when we wipe our ass, when, when you're bleeding, you know yeah, you're done. That's, when you're that's clean. how I go with everything. <laughs> like if, until I'm bleeding, I'm not clean. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get rid of that pesky layer of skin that's so dirty <laughs> on my teeth and ass. Exactly. Yeah, I've been getting. I got super into flossing during quarantine. Yeah, that was like my one thing. That well, it was just like a thing that I could do every day. That like this is like, I'm you know I'm being healthy at this point. I wasn't Mm. eating many fruits or vegetables. I was like, this is the best I can do. (laughs) I'm gonna floss. (laughs) I'm just gonna floss. I'm just gonna floss. I uh, my friend was telling me about crest whitening strips. Yeah, and uh, I think I might do it. I think I might do it nice. because it's one of those things like I never really paid attention and uh, he described it to me. He was like, you know how like when you're work, it's the same thing with like when you lose weight, like when you lose weight, when you're working out and you're dieting and stuff and all of a sudden people are still like, oh, you look great. But nobody's going to tell you when you don't look great. Yeah. It's kind of the same. He was like, like, it's the same thing. Like you'll get a lot of compliments. People being like, oh, your teeth are so white. Ooh. But it's like nobody's ever told me my teeth are so white ever True. in life. And so that means they're not white. Yeah. And yeah. also I was looking in the mirror the other day and I was like, once, cause I didn't have like teeth yellowing habits when I was younger. Like I didn't yeah. smoke at all. Mm. I didn't drink coffee until like three years ago. Yeah. Wasn't a big coffee guy. I think I have, I have like a little bit of yellowing now or like browning. I don't know. I definitely think it's from coffee though. I have so much coffee now and I never had it. And it, like, I instantly started noticing, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, kind of a drastic thing. Yeah. Where, like, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like, really? Really? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get them. You want to do them? Yeah. Yes. Bachelor I'm really party, excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you bring the fucking acid. I'll bring <laughs> the crest whitening strips. <laughs> Do them at the same time. Yeah, and just freak out. <laughs> <laughs> My teeth are so white. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's definitely like it's one of those things. Like, I don't want to. I don't want it to get away from me because you can easily let shit get away from you. Like, I don't want to get to like 35. The last thing you want is to be the guy with yellow teeth. Yeah. And so I feel like the sooner you jump on it, the sooner you can knock that out. And it's so easy. Apparently. I don't know. I just like, I just don't know what it does to your teeth. So like, that's the thing where I'm like, is it like softening your teeth and then like sucking the whatever out? The yellow out? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Dan said, Dan said he does it and he was like, the only problem is your teeth are super sensitive like for the next two days after you do it and i was like that can't be good yeah that can't be good like i can't drink a cold drink maybe i'll try some like uh homeopathic version i know you can do like baking soda and shit i'm pretty sure that's all it is dude yeah 
like all those topical ointments, like I remember I had like acne cream in high school, which I'm so glad acne isn't a permanent thing because I remember having like a decent amount of it when I was in my adolescence and just I would use the acne cream or like the face scrub or wash, but then it would get worse because then my face became like dependent on it. Yeah. Well, then also like a lot of those like skin, like I remember like face cream or whatever I'd use in like high school. It was like the super like it had like the beads in it and like the sand in it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that fucked up my face worse than the acne did. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of myths about acne that I don't think should be heated. Like they say you're not supposed to pop pimples. I don't believe that, dude. Yeah. I used to pop the shit out of my pimples because I would rather have a cut on my face than a whitehead. Yeah. Because at least a cut, you can just say it's a cut. Yeah. Cut my face. (laughs) To be cool. (laughs) To be cool. (laughs) To be handsome. (laughs) But you don't want to like, but then I just started using straight rubbing alcohol. Mm -hmm. You know, I would just fucking put that on and it worked better. Yeah. And the acne creams. And so that's what I'm wondering, like these Crest whitening strips, like if I just gargled hydrogen peroxide and baking soda... I feel like that would be better. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, I saw something about coconut oil. I don't know how that would work for your teeth or for your face. Oh no! Know what it is? It's like coconut oil toothpaste with charcoal in it. Charcoal. Yeah. Now that I've always charcoal's weird, but I feel like the only reason it looks whiter is because like you have the black toothpaste in your mouth. Yeah. So then just by comparison, it's like, oh, my teeth are so white. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you charcoal works because Probably. it's like, it's one of the original filtration things. And I don't know how they figured that out. Cause I would never think like, oh, let me run my teeth through charcoal. <laughs> yeah, through charcoal. That'll, <laughs> that'll straighten them out. But I feel like, yeah, cause people filter water that way too. Yeah. And, yeah, I would be willing to try it. I'd be willing to try charcoal, baking soda, and peroxide. Not sure about coconut oil, though, dude. I'd try that for my, for my face, I guess. I feel like that would work. Maybe. Cocoa butter, though? Now, that's something I want to try. <laughs> that's what, something I'm looking into. <laughs> I'm looking into cocoa butter right now. <laughs> Got a lot of opportunities with cocoa butter in the future. <laughs> I'm bringing my talents to cocoa butter. I fucking just put on a hat. <laughs> I've been sitting at my computer for days on end, which is my mouse hovering over add to cart on a big jug of cocoa butter. <laughs> I definitely want to try it, dude. I have, um, my mom got me shampoo and conditioner combo. Okay. It's Old Spice. That's very bachelor pad. Very bachelor approved. pad, but not really though, because you can't jerk off with it in the shower. Yeah, as I learned today. <laughs> <laughs> and moms don't get that. My mom buys me. I'm like, mom, come I on, can't jerk off with this, mom. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't explain that to her. Yeah, I don't have a That's the other thing though too. I don't really beat off in the shower. I feel like it's one of the best places to do it. Yeah. I mean, I do like the hover over the toilet kind of Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. The reverse bobbing for apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the Johnny Appleseed of <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Appleseed, dude. Now that <laughs> is a classic character, dude. <laughs> what did he do, really, though? He just 
he, he wore just, a like, pot on his head. walked across America and planted and dropped seeds or something. But what did that have to do with the pot on his head? I don't fucking know. I feel like he was just <laughs> he retarded. Hipster. I feel or? like he was either retarded or he was like I think he was one of the original hipsters. I just also don't get it too because like we don't need the myth of Johnny Appleseed because like birds already do that. Birds yeah. will just eat fr- like fruits and berries yeah. and then shit seeds all over the place. Yeah, and way more effectively. Yeah. Than a guy with a fucking wok on his head. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had the easiest ticket to folklore ever. Like he didn't do anything, dude. And I feel like all American folklore guys had weird headwear. Like Davy Crockett wore the coon the coon, coon skin, skin hat. hat. You, yeah, you got to finish that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you really got to enunciate there. <laughs> you got to have the skin hat part. <laughs> <laughs> but he did wear it. And, and he became famous, dude. John Henry had the fucking suspenders. Yeah. I don't even know what John Henry did. He was the guy that beat the machine, right? Or is that someone else? John, oh yeah, John Henry was like a rail worker, right? And yeah, he, he had was like, the man that beat the machine. But I think... But then he dies at the end. Was that a myth? Was that real? I don't, I don't think it was real. Because <laughs> I think that that was... <laughs> it could have been real, but I don't know. I think that that was anti-industrial propaganda. I think that came out at a time when people were saying, no way a machine can do more work than a man... Because they were worried about people losing their jobs. And so they made this myth of this amazing worker, John Henry, that like rail workers were like, yo, that's our boy. Like he's yeah. holding it down for machines. I could see that. Um, what do you think, Paul Bunyan? I was just going to bring up Paul Bunyan, actually. Yeah. You're reading he had my the, mind. He had the, the hat and he had all the, the lumberjack gear. Yes, yes. And I think that that was anti. Also, I think he was like, you know five stories tall or something yeah 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 i never got a good read on that i think i just saw him far away so he looked normal (laughs) i think that that might have been another situation where they were worried about machines taking over that was canada trying to get in the good graces of Mm -hmm. their their brother down below yep yep that's what i think it was and and he had a big blue ox yes and uh he's how could we forget how could we forget something about didn't he like make pancakes? Yeah, he, he did. Big pancakes. He, he would tie butter to his feet. He had butter skates, and he would yeah. skate across a big gigantic griddle. Yeah, and then cook pancakes. <laughs> but also like, <laughs> so he he was already gigantic. Yes, but then he had an even bigger, <laughs> as if he was a mouse in a house using a regular sized cast iron pan. Yeah, 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 exactly. He had a giant. Probably as big as Towson sized <laughs> cast iron pan <laughs> that he would just he would skate, skate around, around on with on. butter <laughs> and make himself pancakes that were bigger than him. They didn't make yeah. it to size. It was he like, dude, if you're a big ass man, just make him have a bigger pan, not a pan that's bigger than him. That doesn't make sense because <laughs> now a, a pan that suits his size yes. that he can butter normally, or if he still wants to skate, just do you know those little twirls. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can just take on a butter skate, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of shaky. There's a lot of shaky stuff in the Paul Bunyan myth. <laughs> that Paul Bunyan story so, doesn't quite well, add up. Did he skate on it or did like regular people skate on it? Maybe regular people Maybe regular skate. people skated on it. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I've never skated on my own pancake yeah. pan. But I have had the thought, if only I knew smaller people <laughs> so that they could <laughs> skate on my pan. Because that would save me a lot of vital buttering time on my pan. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's a loss. That's a lost one, dude. That's a lost cause. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I don't even think that he was um American. I think that he was Canadian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't really you know, as the listeners can tell, we don't know much about Paul Bunyan. <laughs> well, I think we got I think we got the bullet points of Paul Bunyan. Some of it. <laughs> what I want to know is why this was taught. Like what I what was the right? what, I, I think it was supposed to I think cuz I I think I remember learning about it like around the same time we learned about like other cultures like myths and heroes. But it always, like, felt like such a separate thing because everyone else had, like, gods and fucking, yeah. like, people from the underworld and, like, super yeah. cool, like, villains and heroes. Yeah. And then they tell you about American folklore. And so, yeah, this, uh, you know, very slow kid walked across <laughs> America, almost like Forrest Gump, <laughs> just shitting out seeds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, no, I mean, look, America has our cool, we have Bigfoot. But that's not like a, I mean, that would be like, that's like a cryptid and Bigfoot is cool, but like, if we're talking about that kind of shit, like Romans and Greeks had like fucking uh, chimeras and shit and like, I got one for you. Dragons. Yeah, not a lot of dragons. We had the Loch Ness. Oh, I was going to say we had the Loch Ness monster. That's yeah, not we us. had that. We, we had the Loch Raven monster. Loch Raven monster. <laughs> 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 uh, that is a great fine piece we had the cliffs which are a myth that's a great locker even myth exactly <laughs> um i got one for you slender man slender man okay that's kind of cool but yeah bloody mary know. bloody Mary's cool candy man i guess but i don't know if that was a real thing before the movie yeah i think I think that came. I don't know. I never seen candy man i also don't know what is that the one where you say it three it's times kinda, in the yeah mirror? it's kind of like bloody mary have you ever done that? Um, probably as a kid, but I don't really remember. Yeah, I remember doing like lays a feather, stiff as a board type shit. That one and, is like, really a cool. Ouija board or whatever. Ouija board, pretty cool. I've done it once. Um, you, and it I worked. could definitely tell someone was doing the pushing though. Yeah, and I think when I did it. it <sighs> I, I remember somebody else being like, who's pushing it? And I was like, I didn't feel anybody pushing it. And I think that means it must have been me. Because <laughs> I wanted to believe in the occult, dude. Because I feel like life was more fun that way. I remember, I feel like Ouija... I th- yeah, no. I, I, I agreed to a certain amount of like... I love ghost adventures, dude. Mm-hmm. I think there might be something to ghosts. Or at least like... Uh, some sort of like energy that's like burned into a place. Yes, I do believe that. I I think that there's a certain. But I don't know about like just at your house where you've never experienced any sort of thing ever, and then just whipping out a Ouija board and having someone call you gay through it. <laughs> like <laughs> my grandmother called me gay, <laughs> just like old times. <laughs> It's her. <laughs> it's really her. It's really her. <laughs> Mima. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous, dude. I hate people's names for their grandparents, even though Yaya and Papu is very weird, I guess. That's just the 
that's word great. for yeah, it. that's the word for it. I don't have yeah. like stupid like peepaw. Yeah, it's like, some of those ones are dumb. Yeah, poppy, papa. I never call my mom pop. No, I wouldn't call my mom papa ever. Actually, it wouldn't make yeah. any sense. But like, I guess people in other countries do like papa. That's I couldn't imagine calling my dad papa. That's like a step beyond calling him daddy. Exactly. I stop. I remember when I stopped calling my my dad daddy. <laughs> and he was like he was mad <laughs> he was like oh you're all grown up hey, now you're not my little man anymore are you huh <laughs> he was like oh you're just gonna you're just gonna not call me daddy anymore i'm like no, i'm not calling you daddy i'm 23 years old i'm calling you papa now papa <laughs> poppy <laughs> Poppy. Yeah, it was a big shift for me because I remember one day I was just yelling up the stairs and I like I like prepared for it. I was like I was down at the bottom of the stairs in the basement. My mom was upstairs and I was like, "Mom," and she would ignored it. Yeah. She was like, "That could not have been my son. <laughs> Couldn't be my son." <laughs> and then I was like, "Mom," and she was like, "What?" And I was like. I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> I was just practicing. <laughs> mom, 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 can you wipe my ass? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. I remember that vividly. Well, because we used to call our grandma on my mom's side, Munner, mm-hmm. which like sounds kind of white trash. Munner, it does. It actually. does sound like like at this age, I, I can now see it's kind of white trash. But it was born out of like one of my older cousins when he was a baby. They're trying to have him say, "This is your grandmother, your grandmother," and all he mm-hmm. could say was Munner, <laughs> and then it just stuck. It and then everyone called her Munner from then on. But I remember <laughs> when. <laughs> We were hanging out at my grandma's house. It was like me, my brother, two of our cousins, and one of our other cousins was there. And he was like the youngest. And I just remember like being in our grandma's room watching TV or something and then like hearing from down the hall, just, Mona, can you wipe my butt? (laughs) (laughs) Now that is white trash. There's so many things that are like born out of that. Like when you, it's always like you meet like a girl and she has like a weird nickname, and it's always like, yeah, my my younger sister couldn't pronounce my name, so they just call me like this weird name now. I'm just like, I don't like, just I don't know. I mean, it's cool, I guess, but yeah, Munner, yeah, that's kind of that's on offense. It's it's on the fence. I don't think there is. I think if it was born out of white trash, it would have been white trash. But luckily, it was it was a cute kid thing. Yeah. That now I can look back and be like, all right, if I just said that with a more southern accent, that would be really white trash. Munner, you wipe my Munner. butt. <laughs> Munner, you need anything from the store? <laughs> I'm going to Bass Pro. You need anything, Munner? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Lots of myths, dude. Lots of myths. I think that when... Okay, so when you walk into a room, I think there is a certain thing, and the Asian word, I don't know what which Asian 
country it is. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> feng shui. Feng shui, yes, yes. Feng yes. shui is a very real thing. Oh, of course. One thousand percent. You walk into a room and there has to be a certain balance to it. But also, you walk into a room and there's a large essence of the person. Like I truly think that when people like for, when people walk into this studio, mm-hmm. they have an immediate better understanding of us as people. Yeah. And I think that when you I think that, that those things like transcend so like if if like we died and somebody walked into this room i feel like they would like feel our presence yeah and i don't know if that i feel like that's what i imagine a ghost is because i don't necessarily know if there's just like a real ghost you know yeah like if there's a you know because like ghosts also tie in heavily with like religion and stuff so like yeah. it's like a thing of do you believe in like heaven or hell or purgatory uh-huh. or like do you believe people after they die have unfinished business and yeah stick around or is like energy just recycled or like mm-hmm. so it's weird because like i do in a sense like i don't know if i believe in like the traditional sense of an afterlife or whatever mm-hmm. but i do believe in like energy being like strong enough to like it's like if like you know your phone's on one percent there's no like time limit on what that means it's like it could either be 30 seconds or it could be like 20 minutes you know what i mean so it's like when you go out how long are you gonna stay turned on you know damn i never thought about that that's actually like, is that what purgatory is? Because you were raised Catholic, right? Yeah. Purgatory is like, I don't, I don't ever think it's, I don't know if it's ever taught as like stuck on earth, but a lot of like media kind of has that kind of idea. Like, cause I, like, I know in some places like purgatory is like, just like a, vast white empty space or whatever and Mm -hmm. like nothing's there and you just kind of have to think about what you did in your life and then if like you can figure it out maybe you can go to heaven but if you can't you might be stuck there if like you do bad shit you could go to hell potentially um but i don't know i remember in like lost like that was the thing where like at the end it sucked because it ended up there all in purgatory after the plane crash and like it's kind of like a testing yeah, their how, spirit or yeah. soul or whatever. See, I remember that being a big thing because I never watched Lost, but I remember everyone saying the last season was really weird. Yeah, it just got to, like, they definitely didn't know what they <laughs> were going to do with that show. Yeah. Like, they, they, you know, they did too much. Well, that's, like, I hate in general because there's so many movies where they just take this turn and it, you can, it's like a Hail Mary type of turn. Cause like you really like, like I've watched so many movies where like you're following it, it seems normal, you're digging it, and then all of a sudden, out of, we're gonna say that was in. That was in. <laughs> that was in. <laughs> uh, there's so many movies you watch where it makes sense and it's all adding up, and I might even be enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, like in the last 20 minutes, it takes this crazy turn that it's like, dude, come on. You, it's like you almost ruined the whole movie for because you have to do it right. Yeah. Like, here's, I think the best way to sum it up, or the best way to, I think about it, is that 
I'm down for a movie about ghosts and occult and stuff like that. I'm down for that as yeah. long as you present it to me that that's what it's going to be about. Mm-hmm. Like if you from the jump are like this movie is about vampires. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm down to suspend my disbelief about the fact that I don't necessarily believe in vampires, but I'm down to follow this storyline because now I get it and now I'm understanding it. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got some studio guests over here. Oh, yeah? No, they're not coming in. Okay. I don't know who they, <laughs> those people are. <laughs> nice. But it's like if you have a movie where the entire time it's a normal thing and at the very end they take this weird dive and it's like ah dude i was ready because it's it, i almost feel like you're cheaping me out because mm-hmm. it, it if okay so if lost it was obvious to me or i feel like the big thing people say is like they didn't know how to end it yeah and so instead they just went with this kind of like cop out type of thing where they were mm-hmm. like oh let's just make it this like weird mystical thing that way we can end the show and it's like well now you kind of ruin it because to tie it all together, if you could have tied it all together within the confines of the story that we were watching, yeah, that would have been the more artistic thing to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, I do want to believe in vampires, though, and I think that's why I enjoy vampire movies. Like, I want to believe there's certain things. Like, I want to believe in ghosts, kind of, but not really. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fun to like believe in like the mystical and like the fantastic. But it's like, and the- also like if it's not too much of a stretch. If it's like still somewhat in the realm of possibility, that's kind of like the cool. Those are like some of my favorite horror thriller movies, you know? Yes, yeah. Where it like just ekes on that edge because that's what makes it cool. Like the movie I watched recently, The Witch, was super cool like that because mm-hmm. it was primarily like a, a psycho thriller kind of, yeah. but there was this like supernatural element to it. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. I do, like, I say I don't believe in ghosts, but also I'm scared of ghosts. Oh, yeah. Like, when I turn <laughs> off a light in a basement, I am scared of ghosts. When yeah, I walk or, like, in, if I watch, like, a horror movie late at night or, like, a paranormal activity or some shit, I'm going to be hearing, like, creaks and cracks all night and think yeah. there's someone there with me. Yeah, yeah. I, like, like, the things, okay, so, like, I don't need to believe in werewolves. Like of all the of all the, the the creepy creatures, I would say werewolves. I can do without them. I don't need them. Yeah. I don't need them. Like it's cool, and I can fuck with a good werewolf movie. Mm-hmm. But those are hard to do because it always at a, some point you're gonna have to reveal the wolf. Yeah. And then if the wolf doesn't look dope, it ruins it, dude. That's the hardest thing. That's a, that's a thing about horror movies. If you're gonna do a, like a monster movie, you gotta nail the monster. Yeah, or just don't show it. Like, that was what was so cool about Blair Witch. Like, the first Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. Where it was just like, you just don't know what's going on. Yeah, but sometimes also, again, it has to be done right. Because Bird Box, I fucking hated that movie. And their whole thing was like, they didn't show the monster. It was just like, every time they'd look at it, they died or something. I don't fucking know what happened. They would go insane. But I was like, dude, this movie is really just about a bunch of people in a fucking house that can't look at something this is not that cool yeah that kind of sucks like what are we afraid to look at here dude what are we looking at wasn't that like something with noise too oh you know what it was no i think there was a movie that was exactly like bird box except it was about noise you can't hear i think it was like (laughs) speak no evil or hear no or something Something, like that something like that oh that was the one with uh jim from the office okay yeah i didn't see that one or whatever yeah i didn't see that one but those type of movies, it's like, dude, come on. Zombie movies. I fuck with zombie movies. But I fuck with zombie movies that are 
sometimes like 28 days later like the fucking like the ones where they just get like this weird virus that makes them go crazy yeah i can get down with that because it's Those like that good. could happen yeah like Shaun of the dead or <laughs> that's yeah dude, Shaun of the dead was a great movie it was a good movie. but that's like what rabies is oh yeah can you imagine what people must have thought was going the fuck on when somebody got rabies before we understood mm. what rabies was yeah yeah just seeing this animal well that's like that's like a combination of where like vampires werewolves and zombies come from like because it's transmitted through the bite it's like you turn into an animal like mm-hmm. you start taste like wanting blood like yeah. the sun you can't go out in the sun because it's like yeah it fucks up your eyes or whatever mm-hmm. i don't even know and it makes you it makes you hydrophobic meaning that you can't swallow water mm-hmm. like you literally can't so like that's why they froth at the mouth because they yeah. can't swallow i saw this video this this these indian people it was like in india somewhere and they were trying to give this kid who had rabies a glass of water and he literally couldn't drink it it's like that's Jeez. so weird that a disease can do that to you yeah. like you just cannot physically drink water that's the fact up. that that virus knows i don't even is it a virus is it, i don't know what it is yeah it's probably a virus all i know is we're vaccinated against it dude and if i had to pick two vaccinations i'd go rabies uh syphilis probably syphilis i i don't need a tetanus shot really that's like a scary one though too because like i feel like it's essentially like getting turned into stone like if it like is actually as bad as people say it is that's tetanus i think so oh jesus i think it's like you basically just like rust up uh, yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. I'll take yeah. that. One. What do we have? We have rabies. But also, I don't even know if that's a thing. Maybe that's just like what I thought it was as a kid when I got it. Like I don't even know. You'll turn to stone. I think maybe a well, you lot don't like of... actually turn to stone, but like you just like get <laughs> locked up. Well, it's making me think like a lot of those myths that we have, like Midas, where people would turn to stone and stuff like that. Like, we were talking about how like maybe John Henry was an anti-industrial revolution propaganda. He was actually a robot. Yes. What if he was the machine? Yes. And that's how they tried to spin it in, because they were like, okay, we tricked you because we were trying to make you think that there was this dude that could do better work than a machine, and now you like this dude. Plot twist, he is a machine. So now you're for the industrial revolution, dude. I really think that's what Paul Bunyan was, too. I think that was, like, people trying to make these big folklores of, like, these guys that are really good at their job, and it, like, empowered those, like, labor forces. Yeah, I can see that. And then we were taught about it in school. And then they just threw in the other stuff, like pancakes and stuff, just to make it fun. I guess. Just to make it fun, dude. Like, flapjacks, you know? Calling, Calling pancakes flapjacks is fun. It's fun. I enjoy doing that. But pancakes is a cool name, too, though. Pancakes sounds like it would be good, but I'm expecting it to be more of a cake, you know? Whereas It's kind of cakey if you put some syrup on it and maybe a little powdered sugar. It's or... cake-ish, but a flapjack, I feel like just encapsulates exactly what it is. Like when I think of a pancake, I just look like flapjack. flaps on there. You put, I don't know where the jack comes into play, but it's just like <laughs> flapjack. It sounds like the thing, yeah. but I don't call it that, you know? I think that's a um I think that's a regional thing. I think we be, we call cuz like okay so I learned I was walk, looking at this map of stuff and it was like based off what people call shit based off where they are at in the country. Mm-hmm. And so we call them fireflies here. No, we call them lightning bugs. Yeah. But down south they're called fireflies. We call big tractor trailers, we call them a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. People in the south call them uh 
18 wheelers, I think. And then in the West, they call them semis. Hmm. So I think flapjack might be like a colloquialism. Colloquialism, yeah. Kind of like how certain people say cats up. Yeah. You ever heard somebody say That's that? That's annoying as shit. It's annoying because it's like, where are you from, dude? And yeah. why are you saying that? First yeah. of all, I don't like ketchup to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you're now taking a thing that I don't like and pronouncing it in a way that I don't like. I don't really get the name either because it's a tomato sauce. Where does ketchup even come in? Maybe because they thought tomato sauce. Well, no, tomato sauce is like. Call that marinara, dude. There's not even. I guess you could just call it tomato sauce. You could, but didn't you sound white trash a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe they had to come up with different names because tomato sauce could be marinara, but technically it also could be ketchup. And so they were like, look, instead of making these two condiments fight over it. Instead of people making too sweet a spaghetti. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get things figured out now. (laughs) Let's just give them two completely ridiculous names so that there's no, no potential for confusion. Italians call marinara gravy. I think that's not even true. Me too. I think that's like a, I, think that's a lot. I think that's a New Jersey thing. Yeah. It's like a New Jersey, New York thing where like it's a bunch of old like Italians who are like, I've never been there, but I hear they call it gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've never been and there. They just tell everyone that. Yeah, and they call it gravy on purpose. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're going out of your way. Yeah. Like you just asked for a side of gravy for your spaghetti. <laughs> and then you got gravy. And the waiter looked at you weird. And then you looked at them weird for giving you gravy when that's what you fucking order, dude. Yeah. That's what you fucking order. But though you can get mixed up. I remember one, uh, because you can call Arnold Palmer, which is iced tea and lemonade, you can call that a half and a half. Yeah. And we had this one server when I was working at Melting Pot, and uh, people also call table cream half and half, like creamer, coffee creamer. Yeah. So this table asked our dumb idiot server one of he was a really cool guy but he was such a airhead (laughs) he was a doofus i think doofus like i've never met he was a doofus that's i think that's still okay in this you can call people doofus because there's a exact certain type of person that comes to mind when you think of it it's like a nice funny just doofus you're a fucking doofus and that's what he was. <laughs> and and they were like, the person was like, okay, can I get a Coke? And the other person was like, can I get a half and a half? And he walks back with a fucking Coke and a little boat of half. of half and half. And they just looked at him like, what is this? And yeah. he was like, you asked for half and half. Like, first of all, why would they order a little... Just, they're going to put it in their water? Yeah, a little like, gravy boat of... of fucking table cream to, yeah. to drink <laughs> oh i'm a, when i go to a restaurant i just get a nice little gravy but a half and a half table creamer i don't know if i call it half and half though i might call it i call it creamer but i feel like creamer sounds white trash creamer yeah i don't know i don't use it at all so i don't really call it anything i know there are different types of creamer though so i think like half and half is like what like calf fat milk yes. or whatever mm-hmm. and that shit never goes bad really yeah never i i've never seen it go bad <laughs> i've had it for a long time I, i've been sick that entire time i've had it but <laughs> <laughs> like i always have light table cream in my fridge because if i do decide to splurge and indulge myself and treat myself on a particular morning with cream in my coffee i like doing that creamer dude i don't put milk in my fucking coffee that's bullshit yeah so i put the creamer in and it's really good and the expiration date will say like june 12th and i'll still be using it in like august and i'll smell it <laughs> every time and it smells perfectly fine the more fat you have in the milk the longer it lasts 
Because fat, I think, is a preservative. Yeah, I believe that. But also, wait, maybe not. Because I feel like fat's the first thing to go rancid in an animal carcass. Potentially. I don't know. Look that up. I'm going to pee real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to look it up, dude. Okay, Google. Hold up. God damn it. All right, we're about to find this out once and for all, people. That's because I haven't asked you a question yet. Here we go. Is fat a preservative? How is fat a preservative? How is it? Does fat preserve food? It creates an environment where bacteria can't thrive. Add that to grease, which isn't a great environment for bacteria growth either and you've got a decent preservation method the fat essentially seals out the bacteria much like waxing your jellies eric's gonna love this and now we have the opposite just preservatives make you fat okay that's a nice little twist eating a preservative widely used in breads baked goods and cheese may trigger me metabolic responses that are linked to obesity and diabetes the additive called propionate is actually a naturally occurring fatty acid produced in the gut. All right, so I got two answers for you, dude. Okay. Google decided to hit me with a little curveball. Interesting. And so I, I had a thought. Let me try to guesstimate. I had a thought when I was peeing. Okay. Um, is fat in a liquid form a preservative? Because I was thinking fat as... Because when I make like beef jerky or something, like you have to trim all the fat out, or else that'll be the first thing that goes rancid. Okay, that's what I was thinking about. Okay, but hit me with this. All right, so I was like, can I get a? Yeah, for sure. Fat, from what I understand, P H A T. P H A T is a preservative. The rating system. Yes. <laughs> is a preservative. It says that if you ra if you seal something inside of it, it keeps the thing inside of it because it seals out the bacteria because fat is not a good environment for bacteria. Okay. Then, I go so I Googled, is fat a preservative? And then I got another question, which was, do preservatives make you fat? <laughs> which is an also a question. And yeah, and it turns out that, yes, they do. So, which leads me to believe that the reason preservatives make you fat is because fat is a preservative. That would make sense why, like, uh, you know, very fat people, even if they're not eating as much, they still stay fat. And they stay preserved. Because their fat is preserving yes, their weight. Yes. Maybe it's a thing where... Something, I don't really know. If fat is preserving their on weight. on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> High science right now. No, I mean, fat, yeah, I would say fat, but I would think the, the oldest school, the oldest school preservative is salt. For or, sure. Or I think if you smoke stuff, too, right? Smoking is a preservative, um, but... If we're talking about the first, definitely salt. Salt is definitely F the Salt for sure. People would go out and like kill shit, gut it right where it stands, and then throw it salted in their bag and take it home. Because they didn't have like refrigerator. People would just keep shit, everything in salt. Yeah. Well, I think really the idea behind having a preservative is you got to have something that, back, that, that organisms can't thrive on. 
That's all it is. Yeah. Organism, a bacteria tries to chill on salt. You just need dude. to make an like anaerobic environment or something, yes. right? Yes. Yes. So that's why they embalm people in formaldehyde. Yeah. Because I guess the, the shit doesn't go in there. I'm not getting embalmed, dude. Fuck that. I don't want to be pumped full of that shit. Yeah. I kind of just assume I would get cremated. Mainly just to like not hog up a bunch of land forever. Yeah, and it's after, like it's kind of insane because like we think about that now, where like everyone's buried in cemeteries, like pretty much around the world. But like every other civilization before us also did that. Mm-hmm. And when we got here, we just fucking built new shit over it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're like, dude, fuck it. I mean, that's Poltergeist. I watched Poltergeist the other week. That's oh, yeah, literally what Poltergeist is. <laughs> we're like a housing <laughs> development community. Just like they say, they're moving. Uh, unmarked graves and shit on development sites whereas mm-hmm. like they're just putting tombstones they're just moving tombstones they're not moving the actual bodies and then like the spirits were angry about that well i feel like they would have been mad either i feel like that's a lose-lose situation if you're a person because if yeah. you're, i feel like if i was a spirit i'd be mad that you're moving my body too i'd be like dude quit, quit desecrating me bro which i guess is desecrating that's the only time you can really use that word when it has to do with Probably. dead bodies. Desecrate, <laughs> desecrate. Quit desecrating me, bro. But after Archie, because Archie used to be, he used to be a grave yeah, he's digger. a groundskeeper, yeah. grave digger, whatever. And he was telling stories about, like, he would do exhumings all the time. And he would just yeah. dig them up. And then if they didn't pay the rent for the plot, like if the person who was paying for it died or just, like, went rogue and stopped paying for it, they would just dig you up and burn you. Yeah. So it's like, dude, at a certain point, I'm getting dug up and burned anyway. Might as well get it over with from the jump. Yeah. Because at least that'd be cool. At least then you can pick like what you'll be burned in, which I think is a ridiculous concept is why we burned in this $5,000 thing. It's like, why dude, you're literally going to throw it right into the fire. Yeah. But I also want to be thrown out to sea. Yeah. I wouldn't know where I'd want to be thrown out. I feel like that's something I'll figure out later in life. Yeah. Or not. Or not. Maybe they're just, fucking... just off a mountain or something. Yeah, dude. Something, something cool. But that's the thing. It's like... In Lock Raven. No, yeah, <laughs> in, in Lock... the water like, supply. None of, these, <laughs> none of these things are things that, like, why would I get buried at sea? Was I a big sea guy? Yeah, were you in the Navy? Yeah. Like, what? what who looks at Jimmy's like, oh, yeah, Jimmy, he's got to be buried at sea. Yeah. A he man loved, of the water. He loved the sea. No, he didn't. <laughs> bury me he at liked the fucking ocean. rec room dude <laughs> he liked the beach i like the beach turn him into a sandcastle yeah dude if you just rolled up to the beach with a cooler with like corona lights and then my body and just fucking <laughs> threw me out in the sand a bunch of fucking seagulls come down and you fuck just get it. stuck in the 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 crashes right on shore <laughs> and you're like tumbled all the way from ocean city up to bethany <laughs> <laughs> I still managed to get COVID. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no escaping this shit. They <laughs> still mark it as a COVID death. <laughs> <laughs> the ashes of Jimmy Selesky contracted coronavirus. <laughs> they were, he was airborne, so it was only a matter of time. <laughs> oh, man. I was, uh, I was driving the other day. Hard to believe, but I was on 95, and I was doing 80 on 95. And anything over 80 in the state of Maryland is reckless driving. As long as you go, don't go over the number that the highway is, I think you're good. Yeah, yeah. Like I-695, 
Well, for something like that, you do 69 and a half. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. You don't fucking break the sound barrier. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, I thought that was the speed limit. I was only doing 150. Exactly. I had a lot of headroom there, dude. Leave me alone. Um, I was going... 80 in the fast lane. Still flow of traffic, dude. <laughs> Did you see the guy in front of me? <laughs> and this guy was tailgating the fuck out of me in the fast lane. And I, this is a this is a recurring debate that I always find myself in with other people and myself and other drivers on the road. Yeah. Because technically in other states, that is like a passing lane. Yes. But that's not the case for Maryland. Yes. That's point one, which automatically means you're a dick. So... You're already wrong. Yeah. Now, point two, even if you want to ignore that first point, let's say I was doing this in a different state. Say yeah. I was in Pennsylvania. I'm already doing 20 over, dude. Yeah. You're tailgating me at 80-something miles per hour, which is extremely dangerous. Yeah. And you're trying to get me to move out of the way so you can do more than 20 over the speed limit. Yeah. At that point... Like you're a hero. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, if you want to go reckless driving, do that shit on your own time. Like, if you want to fucking go 95 on I-95, you can go yeah, around. Be my fucking guest. I'm not getting the fuck out of your way so you can fly down the highway, dude. That's I, I just you know he 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 finally I I just just stayed there and just cruise control to 80. Yeah, and he was just behind me for like two miles and finally went around and he drives by and he just gives me his look like, and I was like. What, dude? Yeah. What? I'm not moving. I'm not yeah, fucking get moving. Over what it. are you going to do? Get yeah. over. Get over and get over it. Exactly. Jesus. I had a uh I had a thing like that happen when I was leaving Giant the other day. Well, not exactly like that, but I was leaving the parking lot of Giant and like uh I was kind of going on the end so like if we think of the parking lot like the grocery store, mm. someone was coming out of one of the aisles, and I was on the end where you kind of have the right of way. Got it. So they just were slowly eking into like a left turn in in front of me, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "What are you doing?" So I just like keep going, and then they almost like run into me, and they're like, "What? Like what the heck?" And it's like, "Dude, you." aren't paying attention or understand traffic at all like you're making a left-hand turn you never have the right of way if you're making a left-hand yeah, turn left-hand like, turn is the most heavily discriminated group of drivers in all of driving dude you have no rights yeah you have no rights if you're making a left dude go fuck yourself so then they find they're you know they beeped at me there i hear them like cursing through my windows and i'm like are you serious so I make it my mission at that point to just literally go as slow as possible. <laughs> Hell yes. And for the dude. next like three minutes, which should have taken like 30 seconds, I was mm -hmm. just like inching my way forward, stopping at a stop sign way too long, <laughs> slow right. And then finally I'm like watching the light. It was like green. And then it finally turns to yellow and I'm like, all right, I'll speed up now. Cause I'm gonna make a right hand turn on red and you got to turn left. And now you're going to wait another whole light cycle because <laughs> of me. Yeah, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you and your left turning ass, dude. I was fucking. I was. I was driving, and and uh, I was. I was on a delivery when I was back in my delivery pizza boy days two months ago, and I accidentally switched into a lane where another person was in, and I was wrong. I, I fucked up. She was my blind spot, and so I got in front of her. It didn't cause an accident. I waved. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She just laid on the horn for like. 
30 seconds. And then she drives around me and literally takes her car and tries to sideswipe me. Like she took her car like 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 literally into my lane. Jesus trying Christ. Trying to sideswipe me. The and fuck? I was like, are you an insane person? Jesus Christ. I was like, what are you trying to do? Like the amount of confidence that you had that I was gonna get out of the way of that. Yeah. I've never had that happen, luckily. But yeah, that's that like was, that's like an intense case of like weird road rage. Yeah, that's weird road rage. And it's also like you're a I can understand if you were like a big ass dude, but like let's say we did get in an accident, like what are you like what are you gonna do? Like if we come out, you're gonna like yell at me. What if I was a fucking freak myself? Yeah. Or if I just beat your ass? Yeah. It's like don't do that shit. It's also like what's gonna happen? Like the cops are gonna come and you're gonna say, He almost hit me by accident, so then I retaliated and sideswiped his car on purpose. Yeah, like we're in fucking NASCAR or something. It's like okay, you're obviously in the wrong. Yeah. What why do you think you have a case here? <laughs> That's like the crazy thing too. Like with a situation like that, like you literally can't reason with that person. Like they're just going to be completely irrational and not understand why. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, it's a terrible thing because you can't, there's no recourse. Like you can't really actually debate your point. Like I would have loved to, the opportunity to just the guy that was tailgating me on 95 to explain to, to send him this clip. Yeah. And be like, dude, if you're trying to do 95 miles per hour, I'm not getting out of your way. That's your fucking problem, dude. That's your life. Yeah. You're not affecting my life. I'm just trying to get to a gig, and I'm already going way too fast. (laughs) Yeah, that shit's rough. It's fucking brutal is what it is. Yeah. There is um, some drama in the, the comedy scenes this last week. I've been hearing about it but i have no idea what it was but i just saw a bunch of posts people were posting yeah. about something happened what happened i don't even know if i even want to talk about it on the podcast just to like i don't want to like anonymous i'll keep it anonymous i'll give a i'll give deep so like i think it was like last friday or saturday or something like there was a thing with the baltimore improv group where you know, they've been having issues with their leadership and like a bunch of other things have happened, but apparently a lot of the members like wrote a, bo- a letter to the board and they're trying to get some changes done because like there's some weird like racism shit going on, some other things going on, uh, which was like totally valid. And they came out and they're like, hey, we talked to the board, like literally the Baltimore Improv Group, like the Facebook page was like Black Lives Matter. And then like everyone was like, well... So how come you haven't, like, done anything about the internal stuff that's been going on where, like, you don't want to give black troops uh, control over a show because, like, blah, 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 or this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, after that stuff started stirring up, an unnamed, a party that will go unnamed, uh, started making their own drama about some issues that they had, uh, which... I could kind of sum up their issues as they are just kind of bad at their job, but they were allowed to do it for like a long time without having to make any changes or fix it or anything. But Mm -hmm. essentially like a booker uh, cut ties with the venue, but then they used another group's spotlight to be like, Hey, I'm not getting enough attention. Let me, cause a ruckus over here and try to like 
get people canceled for something that they didn't do. Do I know this person? Yeah, probably. We'll talk about it after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. At least for me, like, the person in question didn't do themselves any favors by... (laughs) like doing this at this time yeah because a lot of people from big were like hey why are you using our hashtag for something that's not even related you're taking yeah like you know you're you're, hijacking you're hijacking this and also like people are now talking about this and not the thing that's actually important right now um and it was just it was a whole fucking thing but it kind of ended in the individual getting owned like 10 times over. Oh, yeah. And then eventually just deleting all of their posts. Good. No, it was great. It was honestly great to see. Um, I feel like it was a long time coming. I've talked about, like, karma on the podcast before, I feel Mm -hmm. like, where it's like, there is such a thing as karma, but you just never know if you'll actually see the effects of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and a lot of times in life, you don't. I can only recall one time before this where I actually was like, damn, they got hit by karma. But now this is the second time that I've just been like, no, I wasn't crazy. I didn't like have any weird feelings about this. This person was just like bad. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone was also on the same page. But since they decided to start this weird petty thing, so their problem was they had they they basically took like they were involved with that group I imagine right it was a different thing completely and they just they basically just used the the attention that this other issue was getting to then make to it air out their own grievances and I try mean, to start a whole another thing I mean that sounds like first of all that is exactly what we were talking about last week about how all those hashtags work yeah exactly about how there's a legitimate grievance and then a bunch of people use that as an opportunity to be like, oh, but this means now I can use this platform to make it about me and my yeah. issues and my problem to the point where then it becomes not even about the original thing anymore and you're actually worse for the cause. Exactly. Even though you're purporting yourself as someone who's good for the cause. So are they like are, are they like canceled in the Baltimore comedy scene? I mean, they kind of like, you know, aside from pandemic, they were kind of like getting like they were kind of pushing themselves out of it but you know after all this shit um i think they just were like let me it's my time to shine i'm gonna just go out in a blaze of fire but then accidentally lit themselves on fire yeah i uh i i I, like i said i only saw a couple posts about it i saw matt just posted something whose improv is not comedy (laughs) i was like that's true i agree with that yeah, I don't actually agree with it, but I low-key agree with that. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was a solid take because I was yeah. like, okay, something's going on because I I just saw so many people like saying weird things, and I like I am just friends with a lot of them like adjacently. Yeah, so I was like, something's going on here. Just saw a lot of people like subtweeting. <laughs> yeah, essentially, it's so, like what the hell is happening? Did, I feel like the Baltimore comedy scene is just. There's always something with you yeah, guys. Yeah, for sure. Dude. It's so I mean, it's that's how it is in every comedy scene, I'm pretty sure. But at least ours like is very petty or like just like why? <laughs> like yeah. it's either like someone doing something like 
what happened this past weekend or like someone faking cancer <laughs> and having like a, a show <sighs> to raise money or like it's it's all kind of like uh I don't know. It's all very weird stuff. But then in other scenes, it's like, oh, there's like a fucking serial rapist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh shit, someone was like funneling money out of this or that. Mm-hmm. It, At least Baltimore is like somewhat innocent. Yeah, you guys just have like don't like ours is like petty, high school yeah, drama. Yeah. Other where other stuff is like fucking Epstein shit. <laughs> I just don't. I never understood like because you know I obviously have a lot of friends in the Baltimore music scene. Um, actually probably I have more friends in the comedy scene than the music scene realistically but I have a, a good amount in both and that stuff really doesn't exist on that level like every once in a blue moon you'll hear something about something but it's never even close to what you're talking about like it's, it's somebody just calls out a venue for not paying enough and it just like they just start paying more and it's over it's over with you know yeah. and I always wondered like why is it that with comedy I, I, I was I'm wondering maybe maybe it's just because A majority of your time is spent like like every show is like a bunch of you like mm. open mics you guys are always around each other you guys are basically like co-workers yeah whereas with music it's like i'm playing here that guy's playing there unless you're like doing the open mic scene mm. for music which there really isn't a big open mic scene in baltimore in general i mean there's open mics but it's not like a scene you know yeah. and uh so i guess we don't spend enough time around each other to like foster drama but also maybe just because comedy tends to attract character like very like everybody's like very opinionated everybody's very like like about like their voice and look what they're doing and so it just it just leads to clashes constantly oh yeah you know and i'm super i'm very glad to hear i I still don't know who this person is i can't wait to hear it but like if you're if you're happy they got got i'm happy they got got (laughs) dude you know no yeah it was it was a good getting well, it's weird that those people are allowed. The people that make basically make a living out of fucking people over, it's disheartening how far they can get and how long they can go doing. Well, and also it. like how delusional they are. That it's like this is like this is uh, my legitimate job is just scraping up money from people uh, to perform at a place I don't even have to rent. And uh, I'll also take all the ticket sales and not pay the performers. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing this because this is my full-time job. And, uh, well, yes, I made it my full-time job by scamming a bunch of people. But uh, I don't know why that should be held against me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, that and that exists in every industry. I mean, you have the fucking show bookers. Like, that's why I never really got too into doing like the ticketed shows with like because john has dealt with a lot of those types of yeah people. where you have to like sell 50 tickets up front or whatever yeah, and they take and, a portion of it and they don't yeah. they don't put any care into making the show actually like I, the only time i've ever done anything like that was that time it was like the first real show i ever did which was at the sidebar when i was like mm-hmm. 19 and i showed up and there was like you know three other acts and they were all like everything everybody was a different type of thing it was like there was a fucking dudes with fucking piercings and tattoos playing like loud ass heavy metal and shit and i'm up there playing acoustic guitar with will on bass and sweater vests and i'm like literally the person who booked this had no other thing in mind other than let me just fill this slot and take the sales. I'm not interested in if this show is going to be something that someone's going to want to come back to. Yeah. They're very it's a very short-sighted 
uh, mentality where you're gonna you're gonna get over on people once and make that your living. Like I'm gonna book these people and then I'm not gonna pay them. I'm gonna book a shitty show. I'm basically gonna do. I'm just gonna fill the room. Yeah. However, I have to do it. It's not going to have anything to do with whether or not people are going to come to this show, enjoy it, and then want to come back next time. And then I can continue making money by putting out a good product or continue making money by establishing good relationships with the talent in the city or wherever. It's like they are literally looking at everything like a one-time deal. Like, let me just do this. And then, yeah, it, we call it karma. And in those aspects, like, it's not – like, the reason I, I truly believe in karma is because I don't consider karma a – like a a mystical type of thing like i know it can be like when they talk about like oh in a past life and shit like that but just in in raw terms like it's science to me it's like every action has an equal and opposite reaction and like if you live your life doing good shit and being good by people then that will come back to you and i've had those experiences in life where like yeah i i try to help people and help people out whenever they need me for anything and then in times when I've needed help, those people were the first ones to be like, yo, I'm going to help you out because you you helped me out, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing. But you don't – those moments don't – I don't realize those moments until I do find myself in a position where I need somebody's help. And it's like, oh, shit, now that I need somebody's help and you see all these people coming out to help you and it's like, oh, cool, that's paying off. But it's the same thing where these people are allowed to go through life being shitty and screwing people over and they're allowed to do it until they're in a position where they might need somebody to like not screw them over and then they get fucked over. And that's what karma is yeah. because it's like you've done bad. What, and yeah, that was exactly what happened. It was like this person came out and tried to like blame all of her their own faults on a single person and try to get them like canceled and like they tr- they spread it to like any facebook group they could all across the country like they had like they they this was like all thought out it was like premeditated because like it was it was really kind of crazy like to watch it diabolical to watch it happen it was like this person is like i'm not like a doctor or anything but like they're they need help right now like (laughs) Like, sociopath this like isn't even funny right now like this is like I'm just watching someone have a breakdown online and uh and the thing that happened was because they hadn't like never treated anyone right so many people came out against them to be like oh here's this spe- like specific situation of you abusing me or this is this specific situation of you not booking any black women and specifically booking me to come drive like an hour and a half or whatever and like then you don't pay me for gas or anything and it makes me not want to come back and then also why was i the only black person on the show you're in baltimore like yeah so there was just so many so many people that like uh you know the reverse is like yeah you impacted so many people negatively that like they were willing to counter anything you were trying to do to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and again, it's like money in the bank. It's like it's like a bucket of water slowly filling up over your head when yeah. you're a piece of shit or when you're a good person. And yeah. eventually that bucket's going to tip and you're going to get fucking rained down on by whatever the fuck is in that bucket. Yeah. Cuz it's going to happen. And then that's when you really start to realize and like, you know, maybe look, one would like to think that maybe them having had this experience, it might motivate them to 
consider the things that they've been doing wrong and and maybe try to go about it in a in a better way in the future. I, I don't know. Or they might I just double it. down and and convince themselves that everyone that came out against them is are pieces of shit. Yeah. And then you know maybe just either drop out of the scene or try it in another city, try it in a different group of people. You know, it's like I wonder if those people ever learn. You know, because I, I I wonder like. No one really ever, I, I guess, no one really ever had to explain to me or I imagine you or any of like our friends who I, were all like stand-up dudes that that is the way to be, you yeah. know, to just like there's certain things that you just you just have like an understanding of. Like I have a, a, an understanding of reciprocity and the idea that like like the best the best examples I can think of are like when you go out to the bar when I was serving I would always go out to the bars with my coworkers and you could immediately tell what type of person people were by like if you get them a drink are they ever going to get you a drink you know yeah. and it's not something you expect but it's almost like a little social probe you put out there it's like what kind of dude are you are you the kind of dude who's going to take advantage of the fact that I'm the type of dude that want like like I'll go out to bars and stuff like that and buy drinks because I'm truly invested in everybody having a good time. Yeah. And so if I'm sitting at a table with five of our friends and I'm thinking like, you know what would really fucking turn this night up a notch is if we all just got a round of like bombs or something like that. If we just got yeah. like a round of shots. That would just like, it's just like, it's just kind of like a reset. Everybody does a shot. It's like a bringing everybody together type thing. Yeah. And then you get, obviously you get the shot in you and it kind of amps things up a little bit. And it's like, I want that for everybody. So I'll do it. But there's also the type of people that that will hang out with those types of people because they know that like oh if I go to the bar with this dude like he always fucking racks up the tab and like yeah, I yeah. wind up with a whole bunch of shots and I'll fucking stand there in the background when they're doing the shots head count and like I haven't said a fucking word to you all night but all of a sudden I'm <laughs> next to you when you're buying shots it's like you can always tell those types of people yeah, you know yeah. and and like it's like no one had to explain to be it's the same thing like when you go to the bar um I think bars really good like microcosm all the stuff we're talking about like the bartenders will if you're if they like you they will like not charge you for a whole bunch of shit and like mm. you get hooked up or like if it's busy they might come to you first even yes. though you got there late yes like yeah and then you'll and then if but when they don't charge you a lot the the kind of like expectation is that like okay well because you didn't charge me a lot i'm gonna tip you like way more than what i would have you know yeah, like exactly. if my tab should have been 50 and it winds up being 30 then i know that i would have had to pay six like if i tipped a clean 20 percent, i would have spent 60 bucks yeah but since you're only charging me 30 i could tip you 15 like more than i would have and still have saved 15 bucks yeah. but other people might look at that and be like oh i'm gonna tip you six bucks now like, thanks for hooking up, bro. It's like, well, me hooking you up just cost me money. So then it's like, but then, like you said, then the next time you walk in the bar, if you hook them up, yeah, they will come to you first. Mm -hmm. They will then, and they will continue. To, and you wind up saving, like by giving, you wind up saving more. Yeah. Like by being a generous person, you want, and it, like, those are kind of things that like, I guess a lot of people just, they, they either don't get it or they don't believe in it. And they really, I think that does come from this very short-sighted type of like in the moment type of person that's going to be like, I'm going to do what's best for me at this very moment. What's best for me at this very moment is you hook me up on the tab and so I'm going to save money on the tip too. I'm going to fucking do this. Like what's best for me in this moment is I'm hanging out with these dudes and they're going to buy me a round of shots. What's best for me in this moment is I'm going to book a shitty show 
and just put whoever the fuck I want on there and and not pay out properly and not do this because that's going to make me the most money in this specific moment. And they have no concept of the fact that all this stuff is always floating out. Everything you've done, everything you've said is somewhere. It's sitting out there, dude. Maybe that's what a fucking ghost is, dude. It's just out there, the energy that you put out. And that energy, every now and then, is going to come back to you. And people that are shitty, they're going to have it come back to them. You yeah. know? And I, you love to see it. You love you to see love it. You love to see it such a sight to see <laughs> oh man i'm glad you told me i'm glad you finally filled in the blanks for me dude because I've, I've been low-key i'll, I'll fill in more after yeah, the cast yeah, yeah, yeah. how long have we been doing I um like we've been we're doing working on two hours i was just gonna say i um a little cultural pop culture corner okay. have you watched uh wap or wap or whatever the fuck it is? i did yeah yeah that's uh i don't know if it's pronounced i'm assuming it's pronounced wap, WAP because yeah, wap is a uh, pussy yeah um what'd you think about that dude i mean it was cool i'd i'd see a lot of people like getting angry at it and all this other stuff like i just think it's a cardi b meg the stallion video like what do you expect like what do you like and not in like a what do you expect they're they're whores it's like no it's (laughs) like they're fucking they're like sex sells and entertainment like their brand is like they're an alpha woman and it's like, yeah, that's what the song is. Yeah, I, I saw agree. like uh, Ben Shapiro. I saw a, like clip on Twitter where like mm-hmm. someone clipped out Ben Shapiro reading the lyrics. <laughs> and he's like, "This wet ass p word, uh, slide it on the d word uh, for this wet ass p word." And p word is female genitalia in this in this song. And it's just like, he of really, course, if you do anything that way, it's going to fucking yeah. sound weird and dumb. He really does make me cringe when he just refuses to like, it's like, dude, just fucking say the word. And also it like, sound like such a fucks like, up like the timing. So it sounds like it doesn't rhyme mm-hmm. or like, it's just weird. It's like, and then like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get, there's just something that needs to happen every week where everyone's up in arms about it. Yeah. Like, I think it's just generated by mainly fucking like Nicki Minaj fans because they're still mad at Cardi B for not liking Nicki or whatever. Mm, yeah. I, uh, I I watch it. The only thought that came to my mind was like, well, first of all, I, I've seen a billion videos like that. I don't know why this particular video is getting so much attention. I like, also saw that uh, other videos. apparently Carol Baskins was pissed off that there were big cats in the video. Oh, no. She's looking. She's yeah. trying to get back in the limelight, baby. But also, like, the whole thing was CGI. Like, everything was on a green screen. Like, I'm sure the cats weren't even in the same room as them as they shot that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I just sure think, they I just think they weren't. I just think there needs to be something in the news like this exactly. every week exactly that's and why this I, yeah. just happens to be the one yeah i just brought it up because i know it was like something i've seen a lot of people talking about and i just watched it for the first time today and i was like okay this is a typical cardi b song i don't oh my god I don't, i'm not really a big fan of meg the stallion i don't me neither i don't find her that attractive yeah same she probably don't find me that attractive either so Ex- yeah you know, exactly who cares? mutual i'm just being i'm just like i don't get it cardi b is uh Meg yeah. Stallion looks like she's a fucking linebacker or something. Yeah, it's too... Yeah, it's like, like... Yeah. And, like, I don't even think she's that tall, but I think she's just tall and has, like, a wide-set shoulder. Mm-hmm. Some, something's going on where it's, like... It's not, like, a weird, like, oh, she looks like a man. Like, she definitely looks like a woman, but, like, it's just, like, not my type of woman. Yeah, she's, like, it's a like hotter... the fucking 
it looks like she was on the swim team and has like huge shoulders yeah. or like she's like a hotter well she is kind of like a missy elliott type character but she's like a hotter missy elliott but i don't like Nicki minaj dude when she was in the fucking takashi 69 video i was like whoa Nicki minaj yeah, is, Nicki minaj is crazy like killing it and cardi b kills it and also i'm a big fan of doja cat yeah doja cat kills doja it. cat is a fucking babe and a half but yeah mech the doesn't do it for me um, but yeah, I was watching the video. I was just like, it is kind of crazy. Cause it's like, it's it, uh, the only thing I was going to say, it is kind of weird that that kind of stuff is considered, I guess, uh, like alpha theme. It's weird how like we kind of went from a society where like, where now we look at that type of thing and we consider that like empowering. Like I look at that and I'm like, I don't know if that's like a necessarily empowering thing. To be like, I, like, that's, like, just, I don't know. You know, I look at it, and it's like, if that's how, if that's what makes you feel empowered. But, like, so, like, just in general, with, like, I've learned, I heard a nice quote over, uh, over the weekend. And it, this has nothing to do with WAP at all. <laughs> but I was talking extensively with your brother the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was, uh, I'm going to pull it up. It was a T.S. Eliot quote. It's probably my fucking history. Do you know what the in the in the music video they don't say wet ass pussy, they say wet and gushy. Yeah. Wag. What's his like we don't know what you're talking about, baby. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. It's almost like worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wet and gushy. Yeah. It's, it's a, like more descriptive. Yeah, you're like now I like I know now I know exactly what I you're have talking full about. imagery of what we're talking about right now. <laughs> we shall not cease from exploration. And the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and to know the place for the first time. And I was thinking about that mm-hmm. and how when I was younger, I had all these ideas about how, uh, like, you know, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, mm-hmm. I didn't get with girls need to pick this up so I can fidget with it. I need to. Um, and uh, because I just had an idea of it that it was like not healthy, like not like good for you to do it. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the course of my life, I just slowly started to just cave on all those things. And then I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to drink. Fuck it, I'm going to hook up with girls. Fuck it, I'll smoke weed, drugs, whatever, who cares. Um, but as I've gotten older... Like, I've realized, particularly, like, I can see how drinking a lot actually does have a negative effect on just, you know, it has positive effects for sure, like being social, having a lot of friends you have great times with, and uh, it certainly can be uh, actually a very healthy part of being alive is to have a, a, you know, to be able to go out and drink and have a good time. Like, I think that's healthy to be social and things like that and enjoying a a cigarette or smoking weed with your friends and having cool conversations and shit. Like that's all cool. And you know, hooking up with girls and stuff like that. It's fun at the time, but there is this kind of like weird emptiness to it where Mm -hmm. particularly when it comes to like being promiscuous and things like that, where it's like all these like weird moments of like realization. I'm like, like what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is so weird to be like in this extremely intimate type of situation um, that like you feel you're just like it is it, it's just empty. It's just like it's yeah. just you just feel like you're trying to fill this void that you can't, and there's no amount of it 
that you can ever you'll ever get what you want out of it you know because ultimately you're looking for something else and yeah you're like looking for a relationship if you're like doing a bunch of one night stands but it's like you're trying to like get ass to be like i'm not sad i'm getting ass exactly but then it's like well you're not really getting what you actually want though yeah exactly and so there is a kind of thing when i think and this is not particular to and that might not be the same case for everyone but like it's kind of like human baked into our like dna to be like yes find someone you're compatible with live on through your offspring (laughs) yes yes but there's there's two things that are baked into our dna the first thing is the human desire to procreate and the desire for love and and intimacy and things like that so you have that the other is the human desire to get fucked up yes (laughs) natural (laughs) biological desire to get fucking lit exactly um but yeah, you're trying to fill a void. So, so I, there has been kind of this this vibe, and you wonder why. Like, why did people back in the day have much stricter mindsets about like premarital sex and all these other things? And like, yeah, I, I, I obviously I do that stuff all the time. But as I've gotten older, I can at least I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to probably just continue doing what the hell I'm doing until I meet somebody that's worth settling down with. But as I progress through it, I'm slowly starting to now understand exactly why I had those ideas of all these things before I set out and did them. Yeah. Like, it was like, when I was younger, I had an innate understanding of it, but I was the type of person, I was like, well, I need to experience, because I'm not just going to believe it for the rest of my life and never have it known. But then you go out and you do it, and then over the course of time, you start to realize, wow, this is exactly what I thought it would be like. Yeah, and then and then I guess that's mature, and then you come back to square one, and that's why I thought that was a good quote because it's like yeah, like you you set out on exploration, and then you end up right back where you started, but know it for the first time. Yeah, and so when it comes to the whole like thing, I guess the controversy about the WAP thing is like it's a fun song for sure, um, uh, and I think there is is emblematic of I I just it's hard for me as a person to think that like. I really, it, it to me, it is sad in a certain way that 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 is considered that that young girls would be watching that and thinking that that's what it is to be like like a bad bitch, you know. And uh, it was the first time I thought about it and was like, I like if I had like a like a daughter in middle school, how would I feel about her like watching this kind of shit? And it's nothing to do with them. It's nothing to do with them. I have no problem. I, I actually like the song, but and I yeah, love. I mean, the video. that's like more on the parents. Yeah, at exactly. That point where it's like, I mean, that kind of shit was around on We Are Kids. Yeah, for sure. Like there we was fucking that. everyone would go to BET to watch the music videos because they mm-hmm. were way juicier than the MTV ones. Juicy, gushier, gushier. <laughs> They're wet and gushy than MTV. But uh, I guess I just had like an old man thought today that I thought was, and it, it, of course my old man thought is never going to be like, well, this is this is this is terrible. It's also blah, blah. like it's just like I get that it's like on YouTube, but also like if your kids, if you're not watching what your kids doing on the internet, and they're like still impressionable like that and you think like that would be the end of their morality or whatever it's like they could have easily just clicked a porn link in the same amount of time that cardi b Mm -hmm. song came up Mm -hmm. and it would have been 10 times worse (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) 
or 10 times better. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which one they got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but all together, good. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was an interesting video. I, I, I mean, I wasn't amazing. I think, the, I think the bigger thing right now is that uh, fucking Jake Paul got arrested by the FBI. Yeah, for having like automatic shotguns and shit. Yeah, like, well, that was the thing that came out after the fact where they're like, his arrest was not related to firearms. And I saw on my blind item website... It said, uh, uh, one of the most popular YouTube stars uh, is uh, getting processed to be arrested for uh, drug trafficking and the creation of pornography with uh, unknowing participants. And then that came out the same day he got taken in by the FBI. So who knows, folks? Why, dude? Fucking, why, if you're making all that money, are you still doing... I've never understood that, dude. Because it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, dude. It's like you want to keep up the appearance that, like, yeah, I'm this fucking rich, multi-millionaire, and I made it all on my own from YouTube and T-shirts. I just, I cannot imagine, like, when you see, like, like athletes and stuff that get taken in for, like, trafficking drugs, it's like, dude, you make millions and millions of dollars a year. I can understand doing drugs. Yeah. I don't mind when somebody gets caught with cocaine possession. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're fucking rich. You were partying. You yeah. had coke on you. It's I've had coke Johnny on you before, Depp. too. It's obvious. Yeah, it's like, whatever. <laughs> we but, get it. But trafficking it? You really need yeah, the extra buck from trafficking cocaine when you're making millions of dollars already? But also, like, I don't know... At that point, if it's like, are they the ones, like, are they the masterminds or are they like a puppet? Like, did some like cartel, like, force them to like traffic shit on their private jet or like, just because like, of course, like rappers or baseball players or whatever, like, they're gonna fly private so there's no TSA and all that shit. So it's like, that's the best way to do it. So is there is it a thing that they were in on it or was it a thing where they were being forced to do it? Extorted. Yeah, you never know. Now that would be crazy. I could see that though. That makes sense. Yeah. I could see that more so than him being a fucking like scarface like drug lord. Yeah, especially if you're an athlete where you're constantly traveling to different cities private and you can just hey, let can we put this on your cargo hold? Yeah. You bring it to this city, somebody'll pick it up. All, all we're asking is to let us put it on your plane, and we'll yeah, pay you the X amount we'll of dollars. Whatever. Or if not, we might, we might fuck with you a little bit. Yeah, that happens, dude. So you know, uh, but as far as Jake Paul, dude, come on, bro, come on, dude. And he's his brother's Logan Paul, right? Yeah. And he's the one who. I mean, he's gonna get no sympathy from anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Logan Paul. I feel they like they both he, suck. He he his big thing was when he was he found the dead body in yeah the, in Japan. But that one, I was like, eh, come on. Like it seemed like when I watched that, there was a part of me that like in my like immature mind, I could I, the the kind of dark sense of humor that we had when we were younger and still have to this day. I could totally have seen us making jokes like that. Yeah, so, but we wouldn't have put that shit on YouTube. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the true. thing. That's where true. It's like, that's true. That's there true. was like a severe lack of judgment for yeah. that, where it's like, okay, I can totally see that same person with scrupulous morals 
started drug trafficking or like yeah. it wasn't him but it was his brother so yeah. like, i don't know yeah so but with jake paul dude uh, the big thing for me is the first of all drugs who fucking cares i don't care about drugs at all um uh but pornography with unknowing participants that's that's a wild one yeah so he probably has like a dentist system set up where he's got cams all over his room and yeah i don't know i wish i had a sex tape <laughs> Just for my own personal consumption, dude. I'm tired of using my imagination all the time. Trying yeah. to remember back on the good old days. <laughs> I should, you know, I just never got around to asking. I have all these expensive-ass cameras now. I know, dude. I could really make a movie if you I wanted could make, to. You could make a podcast. Yeah, I might, I might, I might start pitching that out there in my prenup. <laughs> Do you consent to this? Also, can we film this? <laughs> well, yeah, that was the only other thing I wanted to bring up, though. That's good, dude, because now it's got me on a whole new thought train of how I'm going <laughs> to stockpile my own <laughs> situations, baby. Get at the studio from three angles, dude, with the camera switcher. <laughs> well, Jake Paul, you fucked up. You fucked, fucked up, up, Jake big, Paul. Kid. kid, you fucked up big. That's big news, dude. And then, and then as a result, they found out he was stockpiling all his weapons. When they said yeah. automatic shotgun, I was like, Dude, yeah. yo, that's fucking crazy. And I also, a bad thing, I think I saw pictures of like guns with silencers and shit, and people are saying like that's just completely illegal in California. Oh, so for like, sure. So if they don't get him on the other shit, he's getting on that and probably some other things. But hey, good riddance. I you really love care. to see it. You love to see it. Um... You got anything coming up, Jimmy? Oh, let's see. This week, much less illustrious than last week. I will be at the Valley Inn on Friday, August 14th from 5 to 9. That's a fun spot. It's right off Falls Road, right outside the city. Um, It's technically in a little town called Brooklynville, uh, which is, I call Lutherville. Everyone (laughs) knows it's Lutherville. But it's a really cool spot. Nice outdoor bar. Always a fun time. I'll be there from 5 to 9. Other than that, that's really all I have coming up this uh, week. Not a big week for me. So you'll see a lot of me on mdunemployment.beacon.org or wherever the fuck it is. There you go. Because we're going to need it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at Jimmy Selesky on everything, S-O-L-E-S-K-Y. Why? Like the sky. Nice. I got nothing going on. Just check me out at Eric Glazer. Uh, check out at LFTS Podcast all across the board. Uh, give us some fucking ratings on iTunes. Uh, go subscribe. Five stars, four fucking stars. Heart us stars. on SoundCloud or whatever. Or uh, repost Spotify. us. I don't fucking know how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tune in next week. Peace. Peace.